Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. And we are off to the races again. And again, I'm not really sure why, but we've been doing this for over a year, Lisa. Do you you realize that? Yeah, I know. And we're doing it um, out of our own pocket and our own time. Not one single person has stepped forward to give us any money for this. Not any money. I mean, you think somebody would, hey, here's 10 bucks. Good job. Right. Nothing. Well, and uh, I might, so you know, I wanted to ask we're you. We're coming to, yeah. Do you think we should start charging people per episode? No, I don't think you that. You know, Tom Likas does that with his podcast. Well, yeah, but he's a mercenary of the first order. I, I just, I guess the better question would be, why are we doing this? I know. I get the yeah. sense that you do kind of wonder. We started this as just a, because we, remember back when we started because we wanted to do it? Yes. For fun? That's right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and. and and we said, however, if you'll recall, at the time, we'll do this for a year, and then after a year, if if it doesn't make any, it's not making any money, if it doesn't make any sense, if we don't like each other, whatever, we'll we'll stop doing it. Did all of those? Did all of that criteria need to be met, or just one of them? Because one of them does meet my criteria. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, which one? It doesn't matter. Because we don't have to go any farther doesn't if it's matter the one I'm which, thinking of. doesn't matter which one. But, um, well, you know, I, I don't know what to say. It doesn't cost us really anything. I mean, Well, I don't want to look like we're coming across like a PBS telethon here where we're begging people to give us money. We're not asking for that. Uh, we're just having uh, an open mic discussion, which we didn't really even plan discuss. We never discuss. You, no. you and I never talk. Why don't we ever talk? Oh brother, am I your boyfriend now? No, no, Please. no. I mean, but you're my you're my 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 business partner. We my... do talk, but we talk in like this. This is how we That's talk. That's what I'm saying. Is that when, you, when something happens to you, some incident, I don't want to know about it. I know. I want you to tell about it on this. I podcast, know you do. So. I know you do. So I'm sorry <laughs> if that. I, I, you're right. It's weird. It's a, it's a weird thing, but that's well, that's what works best, I think. One thing that we do that we did start to do was list the songs that you come up with. Um, for people who don't know, they're not really done live. They're actually added in, and you you always have a great sense of what song is going to Thank really you. make a point for the story we're talking about. So we've listed those in the podcast, and I've, we've linked them to our Amazon account. So people mm-hmm. who click on that song and want to buy it, you'd be doing us a favor by doing it through our site because then we get a little tiny cut. We do? See, you. this is what you don't know. I am trying to make us some money. Well, I know you are. No, I Believe me, I'm not blaming you. I know. Yes, you, you are. are. Cause they, this, 
You are, uh, you've done way more work on this than me. I'm just, and, and it, it's not really about the money, but people would ask me, well, now you've got this job to do here that's going to pay you something, uh, but you only have a finite amount of time in a week or in a day. I know. Why should you be doing this podcast, which brings us nothing but praise and adulation, which I guess is, is fine, but it's not bankable. Is what I'm saying. And and then the question becomes, why does everything in life have to result in some sort of compensation, monetary to, compensation? That's what I've told the people that hold my mortgage. I've said, <laughs> why is that such a big deal all the time? Did you offer to let them listen to our podcast for free as a way to sort of make a trade that's on... That's not a bad idea. I, I live in that. your house. You can listen to my podcast for free. Hmm. Let, let me try that gambit and see if it works. I know, I know. Well, we, we obviously have to have a discussion about it, but, um, you know... No, but you know a... what? I thought about this today before you got here, and I thought, when you get right down to it, I it's fun. I enjoy it. I like talking to you, uh, talking about stuff. Good. And I like I like the post production of it, finding the music and all of that. It's fun for me. It is fun for you. It is fun. It's fun, you know and what? I hope it's fun for you. It is fun for me, but it's not about it's not always about us, which no. is surprising. We have quite a few listeners and downloads. We have a lot of downloads. No way. You, well, see, you don't ever look at the numbers. One is the loneliest number. I'm always kind of crunching the numbers behind the scenes with our um, our intrepid uh, IT guy, Dave Tavers, who's, who helped us put the technical aspects of this together. He's the midwife. <clears throat> and he helps me also figure out kind of what we're looking at in terms of how can we monetize it and, and how what are the numbers looking like. If I were, were prepared, I would have brought those in for you, but I can Here's an them. idea. Why don't we ask Dave Tavers <laughs> to finance this thing? No is the saddest experience you'll ever know. He's got a good job now. He does have a good job he could, now. He could just pay for this and then... He's one of the big suity suits at Sony now. Yeah, so. I know, I know. Um, yeah, uh, he could finance this, and, and but, you know, we, we shouldn't overlook the fact that he spent most of his life last year helping us get yeah, this off the ground with no compensation of course i'm facetious he, yeah i know he, we wouldn't be on this thing without him uh, and please forgive me my nose is running i see it you better you better catch I've, it i've got a whopper of a cold you but, don't but, sound but, bad but i'm on the downside of it i don't I, but early but i might sneeze or something like that so Forgive me, and 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 let's move on here. Okay. People don't care about this stuff. It was just stream of conscious. Stuff I know. I don't mind I that at all. About. I don't mind that at all. Um, so we uh before we get started, we want to talk about the Oscars, which are coming up this weekend. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah. Are you going to watch it? Well, of course. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I well, think everybody I don't know. does. Of no, not everybody does. Even though, well, I know you're right, but I mean, not everybody watches the Super Bowl over either. But a lot of people do. It's one of those those appointment things that everybody does almost everybody does every year uh, even though i find that i have seen few of the movies that are nominated well and, and then don't even know the name the titles of some of them they're a surprise to me well so. the problem is that they've expanded in the last couple of years the best picture category which i still am not clear on why it yeah. used to be five pictures so why not one it, two three yeah, four, now it's five, ten six, pictures seven eight yeah now it's Nine pictures. It's nine? It's nine. One, nine? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine? Number nine. 
Number nine. It's, <laughs> number nine. I'm counting nine. It sounds like Hitler. Nine. I'm, nine. I'm, I'm counting One, nine. Two, three, four, five, six, number seven, nine. eight. You're right. Number but nine. but that doesn't I, make any sense. But, but and I got this list right number off the Oscar Oscars dot com yeah. uh, website, number the official nine. nominee list. Number so here's my thing. I I don't. Nine. Why do they have nine? Uh, nominees for Best Picture. Well, then shouldn't they have nine yes, nominees for Best Director? I'm with you. And, and I have questions about Best Director. How do we even determine? How do you? What's the criteria for judging what a Best Director is? It the guy, the guy who brings coffee in and says, "You're doing a good job. Keep keep it up." Best Director, or is it? I'm not sure. I understand. Well, it, when you get right down to it, it's a popularity contest. You think I suppose so? as much as anything. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, how else could you explain the fact that that Steven Spielberg has won. Has he won one yeah, be- best yeah, director? Yeah, Schindler's ever? Schindler's List. I mean, he was that, best director. That makes for no that. sense. You know, so it's it's got to have. Well, maybe he's just a tyrant to work with. Maybe that's why he's not nominated for best director. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Now, See, we don't know. I don't know what the criteria is for yeah, it, so but, um, but I'm either. excited. You see, you're rubbing your I, legs I, together as you often do. I'm excited. I actually, my mother and I used to do this uh she's been gone for uh passed away 20 years now and and that was a big night for us but we wouldn't get dry we'd be comfortable in our pajamas or sweats but we'd always put on lots of bling earrings really? and bracelets and tiaras and and of course it started you know just like the super bowl pre-game oscars my you, dad and i would do that <laughs> when we were getting ready to watch pro wrestling yeah <laughs> that's so sweet yeah so but we've started when the red carpet started at two hours prior to the actual Oscars. It was a big night. And I, so I still do it and remember how much fun she and I would have. And Well, see, um, my memory of the Oscars is that they used to be more fun, but maybe I'm wrong about that. But, you know, when guys would streak across the stage or yes. somebody would become up super drunk and say something <laughs> inappropriate. I, I, or I, jump I, on their chair. And yeah. I, I mean, that, about the best you can hope for now is that some woman will wear a revealing dress or something. And have but, a... Ma- wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, but most of most of the speeches are very boring, and nobody seems to say anything outrageous. Maybe this year they will. That's what I look forward to. Well, because it is a live telecast, I think that's part of the fun of seeing what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, Although they do have it on a delay, so that does cut out all the good stuff. Yeah, Although they do have it on a delay, so that does cut out all the good stuff. Uh, so let's talk. We're going to talk to a guy that used to be on our radio show. Uh, he worked at the at the radio station. And uh, but he also had an affinity for the movies and fancied himself as something of a movie critic, and we thought, okay, that sounds good to us. You be our movie critic. His name is Jason Valentine, and he's going to be with us in a moment. This will be history making for this podcast. We have never had an interview with anybody so far in over a year, in person or on the phone. This will be the first time. Well, we've had a couple of people in here. Oh, yeah. We had Dave Tavers in here. And we and also other, yes. had another kind of movie review guy that I guess kind of got kicked oh, to the curb. you're right. I forgot about him. So that was very yeah. short-lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but you're right. This will be the first time we have an actual phone interview. And I have to say, it's extremely high-tech. It took us an enormous amount of time to, to put this together so that we could have, you know, a good sound. And, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Know. Yeah. You know how we're doing this, ladies and gentlemen? I have a speaker phone. I have built a little uh, uh, platform for the phone so we can set up out close, of out of out of old video cassette out boxes. of video cassette boxes so that the phone speaker can sit close to the the very microphone that I'm using right now. Yes, that's how high tech it is. But 
It's going to work. It'll work. It'll work fine. We just have to remember that we can't talk I know. over him. Uh, Jason Valentine or he'll be cut off. Well, will you remind him of that? Because if he doesn't then, if he doesn't pause for us to talk, he'll just keep on going. I know. He's kind of a motor mouth, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But he's a lovely man. Yeah. Well, not lovely you know, necessarily to look at, but in, in his heart is good. Yes. No, he's also handsome. And he's on TV uh, uh, on, on Eastern in Washington. East, yeah, so yeah. we're going to get in. He asked us if we would not would not mind pimping his Twitter feed and all that, so we'll let him. Mm, boy, I hate to do that. Yeah, I know, but I we have to because we're not paying him for the interview. Uh, what does he do over there in Eastern Washington? Is he a weatherman? And and he does sort of the entertainment. He's like the he's one of the personalities on, on morning television. Is this in Tri-Cities, like, Yakima? Uh, the... Well, I'll ask him. I think it's Tri Cities. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So he's on in three markets. That's pretty good. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty dang. That's all. That's like being on a network. I know. We'll talk to him in a minute. Before we get to that, though, uh, you had uh, something. Uh, well, a couple of updates. Uh, people who've been listening to this podcast for a while remember the story of you coming back on a business trip, sitting next to a very obstreperous woman and her annoying kids, and it finally led to you being woman handled by this person mm-hmm. and uh, actually had bruises to show for it uh and and so you've got an update on on where that stands now. yeah and just for those of you who might just be joining our podcast if you would like to hear the entire episode uh, about what happened um and again thanks for making that tough day really um it was a tough safe day for, for me yeah. uh it is a uh, one of our it's in our archive section on peculiarpodcast.com it's called a misplaced sense of entitlement that oh, is the good. episode i'm glad you remember the title yeah, yeah that's the episode name so if you want to go back and listen to it um please do and it's, it's been... a long story so but you'll if you hear the story then you'll be interested in what lisa's about to say yeah and this actually happened b- back in june wow. uh, of last year ago. yes wow. so um, That's hard to believe. That I received time flies. a letter from the King County District Attorney uh, just recently, and it does take th- time for things to go through the court system. I am not um, suing her in a civil action, but it is a criminal offense in Washington State to um, you go get her, assault girl. assault of the fourth degree is what it's considered. So it's the the lowest um, misdemeanor you can. So they're going to make her pay about ten bucks. But the idea of it is <laughs> so that... yeah they're going to be prosecuting it. There is a case number. I will be called as a witness. She, of really? course, doesn't live here. And, in fact, I'm not sure where she lives. I don't know that she lives in Denver. Um, I know she was coming out here with her family to vacation when we encountered each other on the airplane. But I don't know. She might mm-hmm. have caught a flight in Denver. So I really don't know where she lives. So it really comes down to them actually now pursuing um, th- the trial. And she's going to, ha- at this point, from my understanding, is going to have to procure some representation. Um, if she Or she could ignore it. That's something else I was told. You know what? She could get get the letter and just ignore it and go on her merry way and not do anything because it's out of state. It's out of Washington right, jurisdiction. Right. They're not going to spend our taxpayer dollars to go chase her down for a misdemeanor fourth degree assault. But if she's pulled over for a if traffic incident over, or something, it's going to come up. They see there's a warrant for her arrest, and, and um, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how it plays out. And, and again, I want to be really clear. I mean, you had made a comment this morning about yeah i'm just really glad you know she's getting in and i don't know that i really feel that way well i just and think i'm not that, sure that, why i don't feel that way i well, wish i felt like yeah i hope she really suffers from this I no 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 i don't mean that i just mean that she ought to have a little grief for her behavior i think she's not had that, some that a person like that is likely to learn a damn thing from it i agree but 
I'm, I'm glad that she's getting a little grief for her behavior. Maybe it might give her pause next time uh, with another person she uh, decides to. I don't know. Maybe behave not. similarly. Okay, I so am, that's that. Yeah. Then, then when you're driving here today to do this podcast, you decide to stop for gas. I did. I stopped for gas because I wasn't sure I was going to make it here. And I didn't want to go to the regular Chevron station that I go to. So I thought, I'll just find whatever gas station happens to be along the route from my house to your house. Well, there's some pretty crappy little gas stations between me and you. And I Oh, I know. I apparently picked the crappiest of them all <laughs> because I pulled in and uh, there wasn't anybody there. No patrons. It was a brick place. There's just nobody there. But it said open. So I put my card in. Took the pump. Is it the handle? What do you call that thing? The pump, which was rusted. It looked not very safe. And so I shoved it in my car's hole and clicked that automatic thing. Now, I don't hold the pump. Do you hold the pump while you pump the gas? Sometimes. Sometimes uh, certain pump uh, spouts won't fit in properly and so, so they, you have to stay they keep there. wanting to stop and so i i will have to hang on to it but yeah i so, i like to uh let the pump you know pump the gas so i can get on my cell phone and smoke a cigarette smoke a cigarette stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. so that's what i did okay was put it on man on the regular step back smoked a cigarette got no i'm kidding of course not but i'm just i'm just standing there just outside my car i don't get back into my car and I'm looking at the, and it's rolling over the digits, and it's 11 gallons and 12 gallons. And I'm like, wow, it sure should be filling. I don't have a very big car. All of a sudden, <laughs> gas starts spewing out of my car's hole. Are you holding the, the no, pump? No, no, it's manual, and I'm standing oh, it's back, okay. thank all goodness. Right. All right. But it just starts spewing all over the place. And I, I... I hate it when stuff spews out of the hole. I hate that. Yeah. And it kind of scared me. And I so I reached over trying not to get into it to undo the automatic thingy. Did you throw your cigarette away first? <laughs> and the guy... There was a guy that actually had pulled up to pump gas next to me. And I sort of looked at him. And I don't know why I always need support in situations like this. But I'm like, well, apparently there's no automatic shutoff on this gas. And he didn't look very helpful because I kind of was, I said, is this safe? I mean, if I drive away, am I going to blow up or what? And so I put the gas thing back and... And you blew up. He came in. I was scared. I don't know these things. Can, could it, could, can it just combust? There's only one way to find out. It's a out. big puddle. It's on my shoes and it's on the side of my car. No, it shouldn't combust unless you When you started your car, it? a spark That's or something what I'm like saying. that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I know. I was a little freaked out. I thought I might have arrived you in a, in a crispy fry fashion today, if at all. You would have led the news on King 5. I sure would have. So the owner of the store came out, and I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but again. You don't have to try. Non-speaking, non-English speaking came out and I kind of pointed at the big puddle on the ground and I said just you know it does doesn't shut off and he oh and he looks at it oh <laughs> yeah oh uh. and he, the international he, language he points to the diesel pump which obviously is not what I used I go no 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 the unleaded pump and he goes oh hmm and he sort of shrugs his you shoulders sh and you says, should never use that pump it's rusty <laughs> And it doesn't have an automatic shutoff. And then he sort of shrugged his shoulders and went, yeah, oh, no good, no Sucks good. Sucks being you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I said, okay, and just just got in my car and left. I didn't really know what sort of um, compensation or what I was seeking from him. 
Maybe, well, and I'm sorry, you... you want a free Coke? Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, things go better with Coca-Cola. You... <laughs> yeah, I, I, you can't calculate the amount of gas that was spilled on the ground. So you shouldn't have had to pay for it, but... Well, that's true. And Coke refreshes you best. It's the refreshing. The gas prices these days. I know, I'd say it's I'd, a big issue. I'd say there was probably... I, I leapt forward fairly quickly. I don't know how at what rate they pump out gas, but it looked like about a cup, like eight ounces had... Psh, so that's like two bucks out of my wallet. Yeah. That should have been worth a Coke. Things go better with Coke. So, yeah. Or a slushy. Yeah, or something. Or some beef But I'm jerky. not going back there. It's one, it was one of those off-brand stations. And your wife said, yeah, we've got a couple of those around here. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I should have known. I should have known when I pulled in and there wasn't this nice, bright Mini Mart sign. Just so, looked... so you just pull in anywhere for gas. See, I'm well, very, I always want to yeah. know how much is the gas here? That's well, the first I thing at I the looked price. for. The price looked pretty good. Oh. L- little did I know half of it wouldn't be in my tank. <laughs> well, now you know. Now maybe, I know. Maybe it's cut uh, with water the way they used to pour those oh. king bears at the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. But, so that's kind of why I smell like gas. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> you seemed kind of gassy when you walked in. <laughs> Sorry All right. So, so shall we talk about the movies with Jason Valentine? Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's the thing. Uh, before we bring Jason on the line, uh, he used to come on our show, and he, he oh, wanted yeah. to develop some sort of a trademark thing <laughs> that he would always do. So he decided, my thing will be that I'm so excited about the movies and about my review that I'm going to that I'm going to do a signature yell right. at the beginning mm-hmm. of it, and I can't even remember. It was yeah, just it was way like, over the top. Something like that. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. And and his he, it would get longer and longer and longer, and yeah. we, we, he'd see how long he could sustain it on one breath of air. Yes, and, yeah, exactly. It was very funny. And I remember that you and I would look at each other <laughs> when he was doing that, and we thought, well. Uh, okay, it's okay, but I I, thing. I imagined listeners thinking this is really annoying. This is stupid. I have a feeling some of the listeners liked it. Well, maybe some, maybe two guys, but I think there was a at least a fifty fifty thing there, right. where the the yelling was just an irritant, especially when you're listening to a morning show and you're trying to wake up and you want to eat breakfast. Yeah, what uh, if you just happened to set your alarm clock at that moment yeah, that Jason it came been, on? It'd have been horrible, but. What I will say is that that was then, and this is now. Yes, years Jason, of gone Jason by. was a young guy. He was in his tw- early twenties at, at the most. Now. He's, he's mature. He's a different guy. So, ladies and gentlemen, here to talk about the Oscars, Jason Valentine. Hooray for Hollywood! Hooray! That Yeah, he's much more mature now. Nothing's yeah. changed, really, has it? Jason, it's so good to talk to you. It's so good to talk to you guys. It's been, it's been a while. Hey, remind me of how it came to be that you became our movie review guy. Yeah, all, all I, for some reason, I had, bought, I had badgered you guys to do movie reviews, and you guys finally... So it was your idea. It was my... I came to you guys to do it. Because uh, I was a promotions guy at, uh, at, at the Buzz. Oh, that's right. And uh, you guys were gracious enough to bring me on, and you didn't hate it enough, and you, you kept me on for some years. Why? I can't remember. I don't know why we did that, but it seemed that you were more than just uh, mildly entertaining. So, And you were good, and you, <laughs> you knew stuff, and you had an opinion, and we liked that. Yeah, well, yeah, if, if a movie stunk, you know, I let you know it. 
Yeah. Yeah, you so, did. So let's tell people what you're doing now, and then we'll get into this Oscar thing. All right, all right. Well, uh, I'm in, I've been in the Tri-Cities for eight and a half years, working for the ABC affiliate here in town, and uh, I'm your... A uh, friendly and gregarious guy who gets you up on the morning show. It's a TV morning show. I do weather and co-host, and I've been doing that for about three and a half. Now, I did weather uh, for a, a bit of a summer at Como TV, and I remember little of it, except that I pointed <laughs> out that uh, in the Tri-Cities, it was in the summertime, so in the Tri-Cities that day, it was going to be 70 degrees in Pasco, 70 degrees in Richland, and 70 degrees in Kennewick. So it would be a combined 210 degrees in the Tri-Cities. Yeah, we are in the desert, Pat, so that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. What's the name yeah, of the... I just put them all together. I just say the Tri-Cities is Wobbity Block. So. And what's the name of the morning show, Jason? That, that, uh, the name? Uh, Good Morning Northwest. Good Morning Northwest. And do you have a, any contact information? We would... Uh, well, more just, than... You know, if you could follow me on Twitter, that'd be great. Jason Cap K-V-U, K-A-P-P-K-V-E-W. Or just look at, look me up on Google. I have a, a movie website that I do reviews on. View on film, Jason Valentine. Just Google that and you'll find me. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll try to repeat that again. And we'll also have it uh, in print on our on this episode on this page. episode so you can find it. Okay, Jason. So let's get into this. Is this, in your mind, a, a celebrated year of great movies or it is just a ho-hum year? What do you think? I think it's one of the better years for movies in a long time. Uh, I think, you know, the, the, the top films right now, Argo is fantastic. Really good. Angel and Shane was really good. Silver Lining's Playbook was surprisingly just fantastic. Loved that. Uh, Lincoln was really good. Uh, I actually named Lincoln my favorite film of the year. Yeah, well, yeah, it's my favorite film of the year, too, but it's the only film I have seen except for Life of Pi. But Lincoln just knocked me out. I love Pappy it. Pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Well, it was amazing to kind of meet the man, Abraham Lincoln, for the first time. You know, we know him from the book. And this song. But we never really had a definitive performance since. And I think we got it this time. So remember, remember the way that uh, Daniel Day Lewis walked as Lincoln in that. That is historically uh, true. That's the way he really? he just kind of put one foot down. He didn't lift himself off with his heel and and toe. And so he really wanted to get it exact, and it, that that was fascinating. Well, he also read that uh, that Lincoln had kind of a shrill voice. Right. So that that's why he kind of has that higher pitched voice for Lincoln in the movie. We always remember, like, uh, Raymond Massey and people like that before score and seven years ago. But he wasn't like that at all. Yeah. 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 Interesting. <laughs> all right. So who, With who's... The baritone, so, who's... Uh, but yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis, fantastic. But, you know, also this year we had The Avengers, which was, you know, a great popcorn film for people. Uh, James Bond came back in a great way with Skyfall. Uh, you had the Batman trilogy. Yeah. Uh, the, what a, a great kind of achievements in movies just from Christopher Nolan. So a lot of really good stuff came out this year, and uh, I think people are excited about this year's Oscars. So we have nine nominees for Best Picture. Is that right? Pat and I might be off by one. Am I missing something we, from the list? There can be up to ten, Lisa. Oh, there can be up to ten. So this year there's only nine. All right. Yes. So we have a more. We have Argo, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Miserables, 
Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, Zero, Dark Thirty. I did see Beasts of the Southern Wild, come oh, to think right, of it. Yeah. And I couldn't get through that movie. It was just too dis- uncomfortable for me. That uh, y- young girl that is nominated for Best Actress is stunning in that film. Yeah, she is really good. Uh, let me, I'm going to give a chance, try at her name. Yeah, I was going to leave it to you. Yeah, yeah. Vinsani Wallace. Good job. Yep. The uh, youngest girl to ever be nominated for Best Actress, and we actually have the oldest woman to ever be nominated, uh, Emmanuel Reba for Amor. So we kind of have two uh, oh. landmarks. In I thought it was Jessica Chastain. Oh. So, uh, Quinn, yeah. yeah, uh, Kevin Z- Zane, <laughs> is nine years old. Is that correct? She is nine. That's and nice. Tatum O'Neill. Uh, Emmanuel will turn eighty-six before the uh, right. So Tatum O'Neill actually was the youngest until this Quinn Quinzani chick came along because she was ten for her role in Paper uh, yeah, Moon. That's exactly right. right, and she did win. And she did win. And that's right. We'll I give a good chance to Zavani to win. So, did Shirley uh, Temp- did Shirley Temple ever get nominated, or did she? They just give her a lifetime honorary, honorary, honorary thing. Yep. Special honorary. That's exactly right. I think Rin Tin Tin was actually the youngest ever. Uh, we're talking to Jason Valentine about the the Oscars. So. Uh, you just said that you liked uh, the the movie Lincoln. Perhaps that would be your choice to win. It probably is likely to be the winner. But what was your favorite movie that just missed the mark and didn't get nominated? That just missed the mark. Well, I hate to be a dork on you, Pat, but I just I, I you know it would never be uh, a nominated. But uh, the Avengers I thought was just a perfect entertainment. For people, I love that uh, uh, franchise. I, ha- yeah. I have uh, not there seen was a, it. A movie with uh, Bradley Cooper called The Words that yes. got forgotten, and I think that was an outstanding film from last year. Kind of of a of a young writer who serendipitously finds a book and he uh, publishes it as as his own. Yes. But the writer <laughs> finds him later on and makes him feel guilty. It's a very good movie. Bradley Cooper had a good year because he's also nominated as Best Actor in Silver Linings Playbook, another that was film. Really good. I have not seen. It's really good. You'll like it. I, I can't recommend it higher, Pat. Yeah, you'll like it. The one that I was disappointed in, and I don't know why exactly, was the Denzel Washington film Flight. I thought he was okay. I thought he was great. He was, yeah, I guess, but I just, uh, I, it, I guess, I had a different idea of where that movie was going, and it. Yeah. Well, you probably thought it was a little bit more of the airplane wreck and a little more of yeah. that instead of a yeah, you're right. Kind of a look at a dark character. Um, I, I thought you know Denzel. It was a really gutsy choice to play somebody who is extremely unlikely for a uh, excuse me, un- unlikable for a two hour yeah. film. Yeah, he did phenomenally well in that movie. Yeah, it's just too bad uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's performance was so powerful in yeah. such a big movie. Uh, he'll probably not win, I'm guessing, but who knows. Well, if, if you have an Oscar pool, Daniel Day-Lewis is the one sure thing. Yeah, that is a sure bet. Nobody is going to nobody is going to beat him. He's doing a sequel. Uh, uh, did you hear about this, Jason? My right oh. foot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's coming up next year. Yeah. Excellent. All well, right. He's going to do the zombie, uh, the Lincoln Zombie Hunter movie, I think, after. All right. So who are you predicting oh. for Best Picture, Jason? Um, most uh, odds makers are putting it on Argo. Well, I'll tell you what, the Argo thing is interesting because they're going to win because of the snub of Ben Affleck for directing. Actions of Iran have shocked the civilized world. 
Our embassy has been seized and more than 60 American citizens continue to be held as hostages. It's going to take a miracle to get them out. Hey man, what are we watching? I got an idea. They're a Canadian film crew for a science fiction movie. I fly into Tehran. We all fly out together as a film crew. I need you to help me make a fake movie. That's why he's won, and Argo has won, all of these awards coming up to the Oscars. Wait a minute, SAG, SAG wait and a Golden minute. Globe and all that stuff, He's yeah. gotten those awards just because they felt sorry. Couldn't he have gotten those awards because he's a good director? No, no, it's pity. No? It's pity. It's pity? I, I think it, it was just that edge <laughs> he needed. I mean, he did a fantastic job, and, you know, I love his other two films, The Town and Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. Uh, but I do believe this gave him the edge going in, and a lot of people... They did online voting for the first time with the uh, with the Oscar voters, and a lot of the Oscar voters got confused with how to do it. So some people think that's why he was snubbed. Hmm. Oh, because of technology. Because of technology, so you got to blame technology again. Well, let me ask you this, because Pat and I had this discussion about how how does one term determine, especially if I'm sitting home with my Oscar ballot. I, I don't know how to tell who the best director... What am I basing that on? The, well, you know, the, the director is the boss, and he kind of uh, gives a feeling for a film and kind of a continuity. Um, you know, it, have you ever seen an uneven film where you just go, I don't know where this is going? You know, that, that's kind of a, a bad direction where it, like, changes uh, tone... Uh, it's important for a director to keep tone and kind of keep everything running. So if, if sometimes best direction is something you don't really notice because it goes so seamlessly. He's going to probably have to uh, be considered running from the back of the pack anyway because he has Geegly or whatever that movie was and, and so many uh, <laughs> disappointments earlier in his career that he doesn't, he doesn't have like a Spielberg... Uh, you know, pedigree never kind of. never mm -hmm. strikes out sort of deal. So mm -hmm. uh, it, take, it may take him a while to get acknowledged as a good director, but he'll he'll get there. Yeah, he will. And remember, he won the Oscar way back when with uh, Matt Damon when sure. they were really young. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, oh, gee whiz! It was the one where he said uh, where he was the mathematician. I, I it's it's uh, I'm losing. Oh, I know what it was. It was Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Yes, exactly. Yes. I know my movies. I know my movies. <laughs> Hey Jason. Okay, so so you, so you we all think Lincoln's going to win the Best Picture. And no, Argo. Ar oh, you, Argo's most likely going to win. Argo. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I'm going what, with Lincoln. Well, that's what okay. the odds are saying. I mean, Lincoln's my favorite film of the it's nine, and I'd like to see it win. But I just think Argo's. going to Yeah, get don't the put your vote. money on Lincoln, Pat. Now is Argo the one where they're up in uh, they're up in like North Dakota or someplace like that, and it's in the winter time and kinda and the, there's a pregnant woman that's the police and a wood chipper. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, no. That's okay. the, yeah, the F is silent, so All right. I decided to take it off. Okay, so then who's our best actor? Did we agree on that one at least? Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis. Day in a landslide, yeah. right? Yeah, a lot. God, yeah. I sure like Tommy Lee Jones, though. But he's a supporting actor. Yeah, he's Tommy a supporting Lee, actor. He is just which is a, an interesting uh, category, Pat, because all five of the people nominated have already won. Wow, oh. you're right about that, yeah. now that I look at the list. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Robert De Niro, Alan Arkin, Christopher Waltz, Waits, how do you say his name? He uh, hosted Saturday Night Live the other night. And then Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. So, you know, nobody's going to be crying, are they? No, 
well, but Tommy Lee Jones will have a very sour look on his face during the entire ceremony. Even if he wins, he'll have a sour look on his face. Yeah, Did you see him at the Golden Globes? Oh, my God. Not amused. You Not know, amused. You know who his roommate was? At, was it Yale, Jason? It, it was Harvard, I believe. And, uh, no, it could have been Yale, uh, but it was uh, Al Gore. Yeah, Al Gore was his roommate. Put those two guys in a room together. Yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. Okay, now, actress... And we didn't mean to make actress uh, subservient in uh, terms of what we're talking about here, but it's the next category. Actress in a leading role. Who do you like there? Uh, I, I think Jennifer Lawrence, who is proving herself to be the talent of a generation, yes. uh, is going to win for Silver Linings Playbook. She She's does good. not fail to really impress me. Uh, you know, She was nominated a few years ago for Winner's Bone, which is a great... Winner's Bone. Cat, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Uh, but uh, she's just, she has gravitas of somebody beyond her years. Uh, so I think she's going to win for Silver Lines Play. But you could see Emmanuel Riva go in there because sometime Oscar voters just say, hey, it's a foreign film, it must be good. And she's 86. Yeah. And, and we want to do something before well, she. Well, maybe next, maybe next year, Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, and then we've got Naomi Watts and uh, the young Miss Wallace we talked about earlier. In that category. And then we go to Anne in a supporting role. Uh, I think this is another landslide with uh, Anne Hathaway for Les Miserables. Uh, she gets that one singing performance that really, I think, will solidify her to win that. But you could see Sally Field speak in there. We could hear how much they like her. You know, they really oh really no! Like now don't do that to her. What she, do you mean? Well, because she—that—that's that, she, fair to call that on she her. She explained her reason for saying that, which was that she had won the Oscar prior to that for Norma Ray, and she right. really did not take in the moment of winning that Oscar. And she was determined that if she won an Oscar again, she would. We're I talking know, to her publicist. I know right that now. this is Jeez, boring you, but I would on. like to at least explain to you. So she decided that she would really grab the moment in that moment so when it came out she was she was really saying in this moment i know you like me not not in the next moment or the previous moment just oh, right now brother I, <laughs> thank you miss parse so seriously you're just dismissing that what, what is this what is this spin what is somebody paying for that no i'm just explaining Ridiculous. i'm just explaining because you're Absolutely mocking her you're mocking ridiculous. her although i don't think she's gonna win so we're not gonna <laughs> get a chance to hear yeah, it. well you know she was stuck for smoking the bandit yeah you're oh. right about that <laughs> call you the bandit an Shackled only by freedom You wear no man's chain Some say they despise She uh, apparently, though, to her credit, she was not the choice to play that role, and she had to fight for that role and demanded uh, with Spielberg that she at least have an audition with Daniel Day-Lewis and... He said, yeah, I guess you are pretty good. So I'm not clear on why Jackie Weaver is in this category. I didn't think her acting was anything phenomenal in terms of... It wasn't bad. I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you because it, it's, she was fine, but she wasn't on screen enough, and she just kind of played a perplexed mother-wife Yeah. Uh, that could have been played by anybody. But, uh, you know, Silver Lines, that's the first time since Reds where all the... Uh, Actors and uh, director and best picture are all nominated, so it's kind of a milestone for Silver Linings Playbook with that. 
Okay, so uh, there you go. We don't care about animated feature films. No, best and all supporting that actor. Stuff. We have to get to best supporting actor. Didn't we? Nope. Yeah, I think we already did. We we talked about Tommy Lee Jones and oh, we did. all of that. We we didn't get your choice among all of those people, Jason. I guess. I, I think Tommy Lee Jones. We'll get to see him be sour uh, for it. So I, I think that'll be fun. But you know, you could see Robert De Niro. But you really could see any of those five because they're Oscar favorites and. Uh, Again, it's a it's a wild uh, category. Now, now, Pat, what do you think of Seth MacFarlane uh, being host for the Oscars? Well, it's going to be an upgrade from last year, that's for sure. Yeah, Billy was kind of uh, yeah. No, I mean, I don't even mean Billy. No, I mean, Billy I mean, was a disappointment last kind year. Of, but two years ago, the Anne Hathaway oh, and the other guy, James oh, Franco, yeah, yeah. awful, oh, yeah, that, that, awful. So, I mean, um, he's um, MacFarlane is likely to piss off a lot of the. Uh, of the uh, establishment there, which is what I'm hoping for. That that's what we want to happen, right? To make yeah. for some entertainment. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be fun. And you know, did you guys? Did you guys see Ted? Yeah, it was okay. I have no desire to see that movie. It's, it's better than you think it's going to be. It's a be. guy movie with with fart jokes, isn't it? It kind of is, yeah. but it's not just. I have no that. desire to see it. It's funny. There's a lot of funny lines in it. Hey. Would you agree, Jason? Yeah, absolutely. And if you're a fan of 1980s Flash Gordon with Sam Jones, you'll get it. Yes, Sam Jones is in it. Yeah, not a fan of that. Paul so, and Lisa, I know you're a big Flash Gordon. So you know what I had to do, though, when I found out who the Oscar host was? I had to Google him, Jason. How many people do you think really even knows who this guy is? And how well, did you... Uh, they know, I think, of him. He looks like Peter Brady. He does look like Peter Brady. Good call. Good call on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he, I think he's super talented. You know, it, it's funny. I don't watch The Family Guy. Uh, it's a little, I don't know, too much for, I guess, because I'm over uh, 40. But uh, well, I come across it all the time, and it's it's pretty irreverent and funny. And he does a lot of the voices of the characters in that. And he's hosted Saturday Night Live recently. So I think people have a pretty good awareness of him. But that he's not terribly well-known uh, is actually kind of to his advantage, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking for that. Also, uh, James Bond's 50th anniversary is going to be celebrated at the. Uh, they're going to have a tribute for them. Uh, so Adele is going to sing the song for the new uh, Skyfall. Shirley Bassey will come back. Oh, Goldfinger! Really oh, great. Goldfinger. He's the man. The man with a and you could see, this is very exciting, all six actors for the first time ever on one stage. Wow. Roger Moore and all of those. Yeah. But Sean Connery. Daniel Craig. Connery is re reportedly, could be the one holdout. But yes, that figures. Exactly. He <laughs> says Sean hasn't said no yet, so that's a good sign. Oh, that would be, that would really be cool. I'd that would be cool. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, now, uh, what, now Woody Allen, wasn't Woody Allen involved? Wasn't there one uh, Bond movie that was kind of against uh, the t the style or something? You are 100% correct. Yeah. Casino Royale was owned, uh, they did a TV show, like a American Playhouse hour-long show on TV for Casino Royale, the first Ian Fleming James Bond book. And then, so the rights were held by other people than the Bond producers. Was that the one that George Lazenby was in? Lazenby was in a normal James Bond, oh, okay. Honor, Majesty's Secret Service, uh, kind of at the end of Connery's run, and then he got too big of a head and, and uh, quit. But uh, this was with uh, Peter Niven and uh, uh, even uh, the, in 
it's oh, that's a right. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it's a very horrible film uh, from <laughs> the late 60s. But uh, the Casino Royale with the new one, Daniel Craig, is a really good film. So if you haven't checked that out, please do. It has been a uh, piece of pie, life of pie, uh, hanging with you again, Jason. Yes, Jason. Thanks a lot. Uh, tell everybody again how they can Twitter you and and f sit on your Facebook. <laughs> okay, just, uh, yeah, just look, on Google, just look up View on Film with Jason Valentine. View on Film. On Twitter, right. at Jas Jason, Hap, K-V-U-K-A-P-P-K-V-E-W, one word. And uh, guys, it's always a pleasure with some, one of my happiest moments. And can, can I just share my favorite story? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, our, our boss at the time, we had our owners coming into uh, the buzz, and, and we were high up 710. And she wrote a memo, I would like to thank everybody, and you read this on the air, I'd like to thank everybody for, uh, you know, cleaning up their stations, especially Jason Valentine, who cleaned his office. <laughs> yeah, we remember your office. Yeah, yeah. it was nice. So, it was anyways, nice, guys, it was nice to be singled out. It's a peculiar podcast, I listen all the time, and uh, guys, it just, uh, you guys were a really favorite part of my life uh, when I was... Uh, Back in Seattle, so thank you so much. Thanks, Jason, Thanks, and buddy. you uh, you hold the distinct honor of being our first telephone interview ever I, on the podcast. I am honored. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Well, let's do it again, okay? Anytime. All right. Sometimes, if you'll recall, we would have listener parties where we would bring people to a movie theater and we would all together watch the Oscars on the big screen. We had uh, uh, a fellow named Herb Weisbaum that was at Como, and he's a consumer guy. Uh, I'm not sure where he is now. He's, I he's don't, still at Como. Is he still on? Or at Cairo. I mean... Yeah, I think it was Como. He's, yeah, he's still on the air. I thought that they... I think he's on KVI now. I don't know. I'll look it up. I don't know. But I well, he, nice man. Nice man. But um, I remember this very clearly. And he might deny it, but I could see it all over his face. Uh, and more than one person walked up to him. He was, you know, he's part of the air staff. So he was at this event, mm -hmm. uh, this Oscar night event. So he's wearing, you know, tuxedo. You're dressed up like everybody else. And more than one person came up to him and said, oh, I'm so happy to meet you. I love you, Steve Rabel. <laughs> and it drove Weisbaum nuts. Says, and, he, and rather than just dish it off, he'd say, I am not Steve Rabel. I'm Herb Weisbaum, consumer reporter. Steve Rabel is somebody else. We both happen to have a mustache. And he's much taller than it. me. But I'm... Her voice. <laughs> I, thought, oh, I just loved it. And then I started putting people up to it. Oh. Yeah. And so it, it, then it started to multiply. And he says, and then he could finally figure out, no, oh, something's up here. So, somebody's put, who's doing it? Cashman, it's you, isn't it? Well, I don't know. No, I don't know. My favorite memory was the time I, I remember used, I always used to be very worried about what I was going to wear as the co-host of the Oscars with you. And, and that became a big bid on the air on what I was going to wear. And we also promoted the fairy godmothers who used to actually rent for free uh, formal wear to people who couldn't uh, afford it. So to, in order to promote them, I went down there and got a dress. By the way, did you see that Brocklands is closing? 
What? Brocklands, the costume and uh, tuxedo and formal wear place. They had six of them in town at oh, one really? time. Is the, the place is like uh, 100 years old. They're, the last one is closing. Oh, wow. Uh, over on Capitol Hill. Well, so so I got my dress, and the promotions department decided to get all the dresses they had in stock uh, identical to mine and have various staff members show up during the night of the Oscars <laughs> like to wear that. this. You that's, remember this? That's funny. Well, you're the one that were you were kind of in on it. Yeah, I was. So as the final the final break comes, but you and weren't in on it, right? I was not in yeah, on I it. I didn't think not you were. in yeah, on that it. Wouldn't have been funny. And if you were so in on three it. or four of our staff members show up with the dress, and you bring them up, and I'm just more horrified <laughs> as the night goes on. The final piece de resistance is when the final break comes, and you said, "Well, we want to." introduce our our fabulous newsman our morning guy who doesn't miss a thing everybody please give a warm welcome to gary, gary hoffman. hoffman and he comes in with a dress exactly and he he owned it that's what i loved about gary yeah, yeah, yeah. is he owned that black strapless velvet dress and just came sashay and right just on thought him. he was so, as beautiful yeah, as anybody very yeah. one of the funniest moments i can remember great stuff so. you are so beautiful to me Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 